and it's Mitch and Bake. I am Mitch. And I am Bake. What's up, Bake? I know you, I know you, well, I hope you remember what happened uh, a, a weekend ago. I hope you remember what happened at Spellhouse, because I want to hear, I saw the pictures on Instagram of everybody out there, but I want to hear about it. Freak Nick on the yard. <laughs> No said. Freak Nick on the yard. The yard. Mitch, it was Freak Nick on the yard. Remember back in the day we went to Freak Nick, you would come down or what a come up. Wherever you was, wherever you were, you came to my crib, crashed, hung out. We went to Freak Nick back in the late 80s. Yes. Dude, it was like 40,000 plus people on the yard, music everywhere, things blasting. If you're walking through, you know, you probably need to have something on your nose because you're going to get a contact. It was it was ridiculous. I was like, man, listen, we had people, you know, you had people from FAM at our homecoming, Hampton, whomever. And FAM's homecoming, Howard's homecoming, whoever's home, all their homecomings was that same weekend. They're like, dude. Y- y'all shit is dope. <laughs> 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 I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. We we won't win any games now because we're only got a one and seven, <laughs> one and eight, whatever it is. We only won one game. That was last week, the Clark. Oh, y'all beat Clark. Yeah, they only. Okay. Won- yeah, they they got a one and whatever record too. They they yeah they they're defeated too. So both of us suck right here in the AUC. But boy, man, it was good. And you know, it was parties everywhere. You know, you just you couldn't do it all. I bet. I bet. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, so our age group, you know, whatever, whatever you wanted to do, it was on, and I was happier than a pig in slop. <laughs> Now, did you uh, did you bring your son with you this time? It was just you. No. Okay. Okay. No, I didn't bring. (laughs) Yes. 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 I brought him last year because I need to do that. Give him. Give him his little. Yeah. Yeah. Him and my nephew, so they can check out stuff and everything. And I, you know, I I I sucked it up, and I like not again. Oh, well, I, I definitely had many people that did not attend Spellman or Morehouse on my timeline on your yard doing their thing. So it looked like it was a good time had by all. Actually, I had a friend of mine, a running friend of mine. She came down from, from D.C. I don't even think she went to HBCU. She came down <laughs> from D.C. and all her girls were on the yard. So, yeah, it sounds like it was a good time had by everybody. Now, oh, it's bananas. Let's talk about that one in whatever record. And y'all done, Morehouse, done, done axed their um their coach. Um, Did y'all just hire him this year? So he's been on the job eight months. And mm-hmm. you know we have a new AD. You know yeah. the new AD. Yeah. You know yeah. the new AD. Yeah. Have, new- you, have you spoken to him at all? Not about the fire or anything, but just in general – about him getting a job, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I spoke to him as soon as he, you know, right after he got the job, we uh-huh. communicated. You know, you know, Harold, we're we're cool. That's my, yeah. you know. So, um, so for the, uh, so let everybody know, you know, to make sure it's transparent. Harold is my line brother. Mm-hmm. He was the tail dog of my line, mm-hmm. and we're cool. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So and and so we, you know, so yeah, you. It was a good hire, I think, for Morehouse. I am really cautious for Harold to be the AD at Morehouse because mm-hmm. number one, we don't have the resources. Mm-hmm. 
you know, number two, he's leaving, you know, he's been working with the NBA for a year, so he knows how a well-run organization. Yeah, supposed to run. And work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're not that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. you know, and if people get upset, you know, we can get fickle. It's like the black church. You mm-hmm. know, we try to get rid of you in a minute. Yeah. Uh, all those things. So, and people think they just should have jobs you know, at HBCUs forever, and they don't want to leave. You know what I'm saying, right? That's old school, yeah. And but we we both went to HBCUs during that time period when we would go to the uh, financial aid office. That lady been there since you know your parents been there, and <laughs> um, since Lincoln, exactly been there since the school opened. And she mean as hell, and you know nobody cares because she ain't leaving. So yeah, that's how people think at a, well, how they used to think at HBCUs, most definitely. Um. Do you think, I mean, I understand, you know, no resources, which I, I think beyond maybe some of the schools in the SWAC, that's how most HBCUs are. I'm sure Tennessee State maybe doesn't have to deal with that. Um, you know, Hampton shouldn't have to deal with that with the endowment they have. But most HBCUs in the athletic department deal with underfunding. Tommy, um, hmm? Tommy, think about it. The schools and high schools in Georgia have better facilities than Clark, Morehouse, uh, probably even like the Savannah State, Tuskegee, the, the 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 campuses, the schools, and the top schools in Georgia, Florida, wherever you want to go, where are you talking? Probably have better facilities than most. I would say nine percent of HBCUs. Oh, I, I'm 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 with you on that. Now let me say this. Morehouse is a jewel of the HBCUs. It's one of the. It's a part of the crown. I would yeah. say Morehouse, Howard, Southern, and you know North Carolina A and T, FAM, are what we would call the top top Spelman. You know the top HBCUs out there. Um, those are the places that I found um, as I, I when I was going to the HBCUs. Those are the ones that these kids that come from affluent families they'd be like, okay, as far as HBCU, these are the only ones I would have gone to. And it's, otherwise, I would go to, you know, I wouldn't, I don't know about Harvard, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. those are the ones that they talk about. But, and there's still some of those I just named, like you said, Morehouse is underfunded in the athletic department. Now, you probably, you know more about this than anybody. Well, more than me, definitely. How is it in comparison to the funding for education? Which, of course, is why you go to school. But in comparison, do you think it's because... The, you know, that's not a priority at a school like Morehouse. Education is. Um, and that's why they're underfunded. That's part of the reason. I mean, that's what we would tell everybody. <laughs> you know, what we care about, you know, we care about to educate the student. You know, and, and it's real. I mean, if you think about like Edwin Moses, he was yeah. some kind of physics, whatever type mm-hmm. major. And that's how he became like the greatest of all time in the 400 meters, you know, uh, high hurdles or whatever. Yeah. Because he figured out, oh, how many steps, whatever, and the physics and all this or that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've never had great facilities until, I guess, you know, when they built, built BT Harvey and put the track in. Uh, we had, you know, one of the best tracks, you know, of everybody in our conference. So, yeah, that you know, so that's, you know, that's, you know, where the money and everything is really funneled through for education. I will also say this. One of the things that I think, um, especially Morehouse has been somewhat short-sighted, is not developing a very strong athletic department. 
it's a missed opportunity, I think, for HBCUs. Like for me, the goal I have for Morehouse, I want to see Morehouse become D1. Mm. Not just D1, just to make it into the SWAC or the uh, MEAC. I would love mm. to see that because they should be. We should be there. We're all male school. We should mm-hmm. have a tight football and basketball program. Mm-hmm. But I also would like to see Morehouse be one of the first schools to get into one of the Power Fives. That's my dream. Now, that that kind of leans to my next question. Mr. Harold Ellis, do you think he can make a splash hire? Not, I mean, of course, he's not going to get a Deion Sanders. But do you think he can go get somebody? Because y'all had Doug Williams at one time. I, I don't know if Doug is the best person to get money out of people's pockets for his program. But do you think he can go get somebody that has that charisma that can get the alumni, can get not just the alumni? Because I found these these schools that are funded in the athletic department, they're funded by people that maybe never played there. Right. You know, that never even went there because of the person that's coaching there, you know, whatever. I'm sure um, Eddie George um, gets money for Tennessee State from people who never, you know, didn't play at Tennessee State. But that because of his name, he can get people to help fund his 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 athletic or the football teams or whatever. So do you think Harold has a shot at getting somebody like that? I think he has a shot. I think that with all of his years in uh, professional sports, uh, not only as a player, but also as an, um, an executive in, in what, one way or the other, uh, that he has an opportunity. I think what's really going to boil down to is not really who you know, but how much money you can pay these guys, mm-hmm. or the women. And, and that's really, I mean, it's, the, it's, all about the re- it's all about the dollars and cents. If it ain't well, making dollars, it ain't making sense. <laughs> I don't know how much they pay. I would have to go back and confirm how much they paid Dion to go to Jackson State. But that is Dion Dion's paycheck from Jackson State didn't make a break Dion. Dion, you know. And so that's what I mean. It just like and, and but there's I wish only I could one, remember this. Go ahead. I'm there's sorry. only one it's only one Dion. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head who can make a splash like that at Morehouse. And then what you have to also look at, he went to Jackson State, which was already a football power, right? And yeah, so, in the, yeah, they were yeah, already... Yeah, yeah in, a, in a SWAC. They were already yeah. doing damage in a SWAC. Yeah, they they might already not... had the attendance record for football, for you know, HBCU football games already. Yes, you're correct. Yeah, yeah and, and, and they were doing their thing. I mean, Jackson State is nasty, man. Yeah. So, and it's also a Division One school. True, true. Morehouse is Division Two. Yeah. So, you know, it's so, you know, what high profile wants to come to Morehouse? I mean, Morehouse has been on TV at least five times this year. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like they want us out there, but now we got to start winning. We got to put a nice product on the field. And uh, and being, think about, Tommy, if Morehouse could put a a damn good football team on the field in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm Mm-hmm. How you know you're gonna have people come, they would want to come to the games. You could really yeah. do something, you could do some damage. Yeah. So we got to really start thinking long term and strategically. The other thing is organization. How are we gonna organize? I know Harold's probably thinking about all of these. He has so many people coming at him at this oh, moment. Oh, I'm sure. And the other resources. He probably doesn't have a staff, Tom. As an athletic director, you know, you got kids who want to play. Basketball, football, baseball, uh, lacrosse, 
uh, whatever else, you have to recruit. Yeah. So I don't even know if he has a, a staff who can go out and recruit. Mm-hmm. Not only that, you know, and like even what the coach said, who got fired, and he's right. Well, we don't have a strength and tr- uh, a strength coach because mm. we can't afford to pay one. All right, and then you don't have, you know, a I real mean, let, not- let me, hold up, babe. Just to put that in perspective for people, Winter Park High School in 1987 had a strength coach. Yeah, that's why y'all was so dope. Yeah, I mean, I, I, just to put that in perspective. When I was in high school, my high school had a strength coach. Right. So how you got a, a Division two college football team that doesn't have a strength coach? Right. And you expect them to succeed. Because that right. makes a difference. It makes a that, huge difference. It makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Not strength, nutrition, facilities. So their weight room, if it's the same weight room they had back in the... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, you're better off going to the YMCA to work out. Mm. So, you know, all of those things. So Morehouse has to make a decision like, okay, how much we willing to invest into athletics, number one, especially when you got an AD who can actually organize and put together the structure that you need. Mm-hmm. Number two is, you know, where are those resources are coming from? So we have to really start looking at find the resources. I think that within the next year, and this is small, this is going to kill you. Within the next two years, I think more, you know, Morehouse needs to raise minimally $3 million for the athletic program. Mm. That's a tiny budget. Yeah. It's yeah. That's what I was about to say. That's not a big budget at all. No, 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 that, no. That's, that is that's... a professional or retired professionals athletes. Um, less than probably what he gets in interest on top of the money he made. If you can find maybe three professional athletes, they could probably fund your whole football team. Right. We Easily. Need, we need, we need, we need someone. We need some people like, you know, LeBron or whomever. It doesn't have to be LeBron. Mm-hmm. We need some people out there who who will be like, you know what, we're gonna take a shot in investing into your 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 program. And I think it'll pay dividends with the right person in charge. Yeah. So you, know, you got all kinds of people coming at Harold. Um he got rid of the I'm not gonna say all the reasons why he got rid of the coach. Mm -hmm. One of the things is, is when you look at coaching, it's all about recruiting as well. Yeah. How is your recruiting class? How well are you taking care of these, are these kids, you know, and sometimes you just have to find another ways to make sure they get everything they need. And, uh, and Harold can sniff that stuff out quick. Mm. Cause you know, he's a no nonsense person, Mm -hmm. you know, me and Harold and got in the fight. That didn't work too well for me, um, you know. But but I'm saying, you know, so that's how, you, and I'm the same way. So uh, I support him. I trust he does well, and we got to do everything we can. So we got the opportunity of a lifetime right now. We got to take advantage of it. Yeah, and the thing is, like Morehouse, I see y'all, and you know, this conversation we had about we're having about Morehouse's athletics is could be about any. It could be about Bethune Cookman. It could be about Tuskegee. It could be, you know, it could be about any of these um, HBCUs out here. You know, Elizabeth City. You know, I mean, the list goes on. That well, at least Bethune the- Cookman wins. Sometimes they, yeah, I mean, they've been winning they play, lately. But, but yeah, but they play in a big classic. They at least they play in a Florida classic. They win. They have, you know, they have a tradition in football. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have a tradition in football. 
Yeah, true. But I guess my thing is, even though y'all Division Two, dude, there are Division Two schools out there that pack stadiums. My bingo. That yeah. pack stadiums. So, you know, it, it can't. It definitely. We can have a one-sided done. stadium. There are sta- Valdosta, the uh, um, Valdosta High got a bigger stadium than us. <laughs> Athens High has Maze, Doug. <laughs> they have Maze oh. and Doug, the two biggest rivals in Atlanta, mm-hmm. or historically have better facilities than Morehouse. Mm-hmm. Now, and I, I don't Jones want to. Jones High, yeah, yeah. Has better... <laughs> Jay High definitely got better Jay facilities. High... <laughs> hey, Jay High, Orlando, Florida got better facilities than Morehouse. Um, and I, you know, I don't want to, you know, get people to think that all we care about is for HBCUs to have great football teams. But there's a reason that athletics are a part of school. There's a reason because it teaches you things. It 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 turns men and women, well, girls and boys into men and women. Men and it, women. You you learn so much from playing sports and it op- Harold Ellis played basketball. I mean, I guess he holds the records probably for most of the records at, you know, at, at Morehouse, Morehouse yeah, in basketball. Yeah. Didn't have a whole long career in the NBA, but look at him. Look what it, he turned that talent into. It's not always about going on and being professional in that particular sport. It's about going on and using your knowledge that you you got, whether that be a coach, administrators, you know, whatever. That's why it's important to have those kinds of facilities and, you know, makes a well-rounded person. And well, I ain't going to lie, dude, I love going to Howard football games and basketball games. It makes your student experience better. It makes you want to come to that school. So... The admissions department of any school would tell you when you have a winning season, applications go up. When, you know, you're looking at even with Michigan, all the drama they're going through, mm-hmm. they have an undefeated season. They made to the playoffs. Admissions, applications go up. You know, my wife is an admissions professional. You know, she did that for Boston College. So she mm. was at the highest, you know, when yeah. it come to- when they beat one year, they, you know, I, I bet when Doug Flutie threw the Hail Mary, admissions mm-hmm. went, you know, applications went through the roof. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? You exactly. know, so these things count. And what you got to look at, what are the revenue centers for your school? Well, one of them is admissions. Number two can be athletics if you run it the right way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, but now, and since Morehouse is a private school, we got to figure out, not only do we need facilities for the athletes, we need facilities like a big student, like some student centers. When I drive by Northeastern, you know, and I see the, you know, the Marino Center or whatever, and I've been in there to work out and stuff. I'm like, damn, this thing is tight. <laughs> Man, the workout equipment, everything's so immaculate. It's clean. You got so much. You don't have to worry about tripping over nobody else to try to work out. I ain't waiting on nobody trying to, mm-hmm. you know, grit somebody. Like, look, I'm, I'm on this machine. I just got up just to get some water. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those are the things that shows that you care about the student, too. True. I believe you. I, I go with that. Now, um, you just kind of clicked on something that I wanted to kind of talk about that, you know, this Michigan thing that's going on. So apparently, and I'm just going off of what I've read. I don't, you know, know what really happened. That apparently Michigan was sending some form of an assistant to other games that Michigan was not playing to steal the signs or the signals 
of the teams they'd be playing down the line. Now, apparently that's illegal in the Big Ten. I guess it's illegal across sports. Okay. Um, and they have now suspended Coach Harbaugh for the rest of the season. Now, right now, Michigan is playing Penn State, and he is not on the sideline, but they are they are in court trying to make it so that he can be on the sidelines for these games. Um, I guess they're suing the Big Ten. Yeah, so they have a court date um, next Friday mm-hmm. uh, to go over all this stuff um, so they can get a stay or some of um, executive order, some something, whatever they call it. So he can he can coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, they so the the person at the middle of this whole controversy is Con, Con, Connor Stallions, uh, who was an assistant for University of Michigan. Okay, and uh, he was the one who was caught on the sideline. You know, uh, stealing I, was signs. He in, was he? Because I want to say he was. He had like a fake mustache on or something. Crazy. No, no, no. He okay. had, he, all he had was a baseball cap. Okay, on. baseball cap. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he pulled that thing down when the uh-huh. camera was close to him, or when some whatever. Something so, happened, and so the camera <coughs> came over there and caught him over there. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, but now Michigan is firing back, saying, "Well, hell, you know, if you're gonna get us for that, well, you need to look at what." Um, uh, either it was Iowa or Purdue. Yeah, I think they said yeah, Purdue. Iowa gave uh, yeah. Iowa and Ohio State gave the signs or whatever to Purdue for mm-hmm. their game. Like the bottom line is, this is much ado about nothing. Well, it's something now because he's suspended. Now, I, I you know I don't know how. I mean, at this point in the season, how much it means to have Harbaugh actually on the sideline? I don't know. It means because, a lot. Well. At this point in the season, you you know, if he's that's, still allowed to work the game plan, I don't know how much him being on the sideline makes a big difference if he's still makes, working the game plan. No, no, no. It makes a lot because when you have someone like Harbaugh on the sideline, especially when something gets – when, you know, when buttholes get tight, everything is like you need <laughs> to have the head coach who has a steady beat, calm, and knows how to manage a football game to manage and make decisions. So mm-hmm. it does it, it, it does mean a lot. The reason I say it's much ado about nothing is this. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm trying to get it out. Okay, so Tommy, <laughs> the bottom line is if I just coached a football game today, Super Bowl, mm-hmm. for my flag football, 11, 12 mm-hmm. flag football team, even when I knew what play they was running, my boys still got to stop it. They have to execute the game plan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? These fools, everybody's stealing signs. It's really stupid because to me, they need to do what they and do what they do in the pros. Have something on the helmet so you can call out the yeah. signals through the helmet yeah. and do all that. Yeah. Man, people have been stealing signs since we, before we were in high school. I think the difference is, is he's at a game that his team is not in. Now, I think if he if they figure out the signs while they're standing on the sideline of a game where they're playing the other team, ain't much you can do about it. But it's called scouting. Yeah. People would go to, no, high schools, coaches would go to other high school games to scout to see what the other team was doing. Mm-hmm. That's what we that's what you do. Look, if you don't like it, change the law. And you know what else, you know what else we we mm-hmm. um, what, what we do? Share video. So you have to give out the video. You have yeah, to get exactly. the video yeah. of the other team. 
Now, now that's that's electronic. So I'm gonna look at the video of the other team and look at the sideline on the video and break it down. Say, oh, what sign? What they did? Oh, and then look at the play. You can do that. So what? And what the dude wasn't on the sideline with no video cam. They like, oh, he had some in his glasses. I'm like, well, what kind of Star Trekking and shit is this? You talking about he had some on his glasses where he could video? <laughs> I, I don't hear know if that's what it was. You know what I'm saying? He figured but, it out. He figured out. This is my thing. Oh, you can't buy tickets to go see a team play? This is my thing. Who knows if he bought a ticket? This is my <laughs> thing. The dude is on the sideline. Did he buy a ticket? Um, This is my thing. But, but that's if, what they're if, saying. If I'm in the Big Ten, if I'm in the Big Ten, and I figure out that they doing something illegal, oh, I'm telling. I'm letting everybody No, Hell no. Because Michigan is about to win the Big Ten. If I'm Ohio State, yeah, get them fools. Yes, I am. Just like what they say, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Okay, fine. But if you're getting caught, you're getting caught. Now, Congress I ain't got no problem stupid. with it. I don't know how he got caught, man. You know, I, now you know a couple things here. He talked. If you go, he must have talked to somebody. That's the only no. way he got caught. Because why would anybody care? Why would anybody pay attention? He had to say something to somebody. Well, number one, you know, people are upset with Jim Harbaugh anyway. Yeah, they don't you know, like Jim him. Hart, they don't like him. They don't like yeah. him. You know, That's they why don't he like be coaching for the Bears next year. <laughs> you know, well, he might or he might stay at Michigan, but you know, Jim Harbaugh is a country Harbaugh's contrary. He's gonna do the things the way he wants to do it. And that's kind of why I like Jim Harbaugh. The other reason I like Jim Harbaugh uh is because he's the one who put my boy on. You know what I'm saying? Who? Kaepernick. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I ain't, I ain't got no problem with Jim Harbaugh. I think if he does not win a national championship, he's leaving. Yeah. I don't think, he'll, yeah, I don't think, cause I don't think he want to sit in, cause they got a great team this year. This, this, this is the year to do it. Final four going to be him. Oh, well him, Florida Georgia. state, Georgia. I don't, I don't know. know before is this might be, be quite honest. Might be Florida Washington. State will be in there because they got an easy path. The ACC. Yeah, they got an easy path. Yeah, they're they they really Georgia. Easy path. Mm-hmm. I don't know because Alabama they looking pretty strong. And if Alabama oh, so make SEC it to championship, the... well, I think even if Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship, Georgia's still going because that'd be their so, first loss. They yeah. still going. Alabama not going because they've already and Alabama lost more than one. No, they only lost one. one. Okay. Yeah, so I, I still be- think I, I I hate to see two SEC one loss ACC teams go to the playoffs. I would hate to see that. Yeah, that, but- you know who's gonna get knocked out, right? Washington, right? And they Washington. gonna knock the Pac-12 team out. Well, how many losses does Washington have? Zero. They left? undefeated right now. Oh, so Washington would go. So they would be in. Yeah. Okay. They'd be in. I, I mean, Florida's undefeated. Uh, Florida State's undefeated. Um. Who, who did I say? I said Ohio State. Florida, Ohio Florida State's State. lost the game, haven't they? Nope, they haven't lost the game. Oh, I'm sorry, not Ohio State. Michigan, that's who it would be. So if Florida Michigan State, be, Michigan, if Washington, they beat Ohio. and Georgia. If they beat Ohio. Yeah, if they beat yeah, if they beat Ohio State, then yes, they would go. But, you know, um, and and to me, watching Michigan, watching Michigan this is their best shot. Because I think if I think the only team in that group of four that truly I feel right now that might be able to beat them is Georgia, and that's only because Georgia really ain't played nobody. Yeah. They haven't really been up against anybody. I, even when they play Alabama, I'm not sure if that's really playing anybody because Alabama's not the Alabama of old right now. Their quarterback I, is their quarterback is shaky. He's good. No, that, he's just no, shaky. He's, 
No, he's not shaky anymore, man. He's been improving every week. And yeah, he, he's still he, shaky. And the no, day, he, he looks better because you, his coach is Nick Saban, and Nick knows how to work around your faults, I guess is the best way I can put it. Well, he put it on Kentucky today. Yeah, he did put it on Kentucky. Yes, he did. But I just think Florida's bad. I don't think Kentucky was really that good of a team. I just think they went into to the swamp and beat the crazy out of Florida because Florida's just not good. How you how you going to get a quarterback from Wisconsin and stick him in the SEC and think he's going to thrive? Give me a break. Give me a, give me a damn freshman. What's wrong with, what's wrong with Wisconsin? I, I'm sorry. If you, couldn't, if you couldn't win in the Big Ten, you definitely ain't winning in the SEC. You're just not. You just not. Well, it it all depends on the coaching and everything surrounding you. Well, so I can't say that. My my thing is because I'm gonna tell you who who won from the big. They left the Big Ten and came to LSU and wore everybody out. He was Joe playing Burrow? for oh, bingo. But Joe Burrow wasn't the starting quarterback for Ohio State. He was sitting on the bench. That's why he left. He was on the bench behind the young man that that died down in um. Miami, uh, dang, I can't remember his name right now. He ended up going pro too. Didn't really do that well in the pros. But yes, Joe Burrow, whoever the coach was at Ohio State that put him on the bench, if he's still working there, need to get out of there. He, whoever the offensive coordinator that couldn't realize that well, Joe Burrow that was, was the shiznit. The head coach is either Urban Meyer or Ryan Day. Yeah, so it's one of them two. But anyway, yes. You are correct in that, but my my and what did Joe Burrow say? He did a quote. He said, "I went to school at Ohio State. Right. <laughs> I played football at LSU." <laughs> right, right. He said, "Wow." But anyway, um, I, I just think um, this is their best shot. Like I said, Georgia. I don't think it's really played anybody. I think it's their best shot to, of winning one. Florida State. Once again, like you said, ACC. Yeah, they ain't the you know. They ain't really. They got a. They had a good, easy record, kind of getting where they are. I'm. I still think they're a really good team, but I don't know. I'm sorry. Let me go back to Florida real quick, dude. Once Florida is gonna get a new coach, your boy that they got now. Before the game with Georgia, this is what, and this is one of the announcers. He said before the game with Georgia, what was the most talked about thing at Florida? Their old coaches. Furrier mm. and Urban Meyer. That's they were talking more about their two old coaches than they were about the guy that has a job right now. I just don't think he has the wherewithal, and I think that's been Florida's problem with their last few coach choices. Yeah, they ain't getting nobody. You need you need a Nick Saban type play, uh, coach to coach at the University of Florida because then people that in yeah, yeah we we're not in New York or anything like that. But when it comes to Florida football, you might as well be the New York Jets. Because that's how much scrutiny you're going to get. You might as well be the Giants because that's how much scrutiny you're going to get. Yeah, but this is the problem for Florida. Also been a problem for Miami and Florida State. See, all these other coaches been picking out all the supreme talent out of the state of Florida and putting them on their teams. Nick Saban, you'd be surprised how many Florida boys are No, on. I wouldn't. I do. I'm never surprised how many Florida you know, boys are on. Shoot. Alabama. Usually. A division, usually division two teams that are really good are really good because they got every dude from Florida that had a record and couldn't get division one off the blocks and they go to division two and then transfer into Alabama, transfer into Ohio State, transfer in, you know, that's that's the way they're doing it now. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 rough out there. Uh, but yeah, man. But I I, I give. I, I'm sorry to see Harbaugh not coach. At the same time, if if uh, well, one of the reasons why they shut it down for Harbaugh, they they found him. The Big Ten found him guilty of whatever, yeah. of unsportsmanlike whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, but that's not the Big Ten. That's not the place of these athletic conferences. That's the NCAA is here to NCAA is the most is the weakest that's organization. What that's what their job is. The that's NCAA, what their job yeah, is. But, yeah. Have you we, ever seen the SEC the impose NIL, penalties against much, anybody? The NIL has pretty much told it. Once the NIL passed, once the uh, the the portal, the transfer portal has been been opened up, NCAA is all y'all. All you are NCAA is an event group. That's all they are now. They put on events. They put on championship games. They put on playoffs. But well, they, they shouldn't no enforce. They can't enforce yeah. nothing. Yeah, they shouldn't enforce. Well, hey, but that's been for a minute. Because the NIL but, is really the one that kind of killed them because that's all they really had is to go after people for, oh, he got paid. And I'm still mad at him for what they did to my boy at USC. But he got oh, yeah. paid. You know, we're going to take his high because he got paid. Dude. Well, see, that's a perfect example. Pete Carroll and, and his team at USC. You know, they throw the book, you know, at him, Pete Carroll leaves, mm-hmm. whatever. But the players win games. So the bottom line is, with Harbaugh, did he accept money? Did he take money? Was he paying, you know, whatever? No, this is NIL. Mm-hmm. What else is can you get him? I can go buy a ticket, go to a game, and video cord the other sideline, break it down, analyze it, and give it to whomever I want to. To the highest bidder. Here, you want the information? Here it is. <laughs> well, and you don't think fools out there doing it? Connor was an idiot. He got caught. Number one, they got receipts on him for buying tickets, whatever. Yeah, we don't know. Use cash. Somebody was saying this yesterday. Use cash. That way you can't, you know. So, but I will say this. I want to go back to this. Harbaugh, his interim head coach, is a brother. Okay, Sharon Moore. Doing an excellent job. He was an interim a couple games when he was out early this season. Uh-huh. I just want to point that out. Another thing is, and I got to give the Big Ten credit, the Big Ten has more black head coaches than any other conference in the country. They mm. have four black head coaches. The SEC, how many they got? Zip. The <laughs> ACC, no. the, AC, um, the, uh, the Big 12, how many they got? None. The uh, ACC, two. The Pac-12, one. That's Dion. So you know what I want. No, to they see got the boy at Stanford, so they got at least two. Who? The dude at Stanford. Isn't he still there? The brother. No, he ain't. No, he ain't there. He 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 resigned a year or two ago. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, I'm yeah, glad he did because yeah, yeah. Stanford sucks. They suck, and I yeah. ain't want him. I'm glad he ain't. Yeah, I'm glad he's not bullets. the one having to take the brunt of that. So so you know, I when I look at all that in Notre Dame, they're independent. They got my man Freeman, Marcus mm-hmm. Freeman. You know, so I, I am proud of the Big Ten for what they do there, but the Big Ten shouldn't be policing this. It should be the NCAA. That's well, what me, it should. Let, be. let me say this: as far as their legal fight, they got two games left. They play Maryland and it well, and they play Ohio State. Yeah, I guess this this is why I don't think they should fight it. So let's say they fight it, they get a stay. He can go be on the sideline in Maryland, and in the end, though. The the Big Ten the Big Ten gets to enforce it. Now he's not there for Ohio State, and maybe he misses a playoff game. They can't. They no. That's not, that's off the table. 
No, um, the Big Ten don't they have a championship? Big Ten championship. championship. Yeah. No, but this is just regular season. They're not imposing okay, so anything for the postseason. They can't do anything for the championship. Okay, then yeah, go ahead and fight and see what happens. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Go ahead and fight. Now, I will say this, and I think Jim Harbaugh did say it, but you know, he just needs to be say, listen, this happened on my watch. Yeah, it's my problem. Yeah, I take I take the blame for whatever has happened. And still fight the shit, but maybe he can't do that because of the, you know he's the yeah legal yeah stuff. of course because of legal but the, but you, but, know. But the, you know but that's what should happen man I mean this is to me it's just some BS that's all that's that's it well they won today they beat Penn State so they still rolling you know um, Penn State only could manage fifteen points but they held Michigan to twenty four so uh, it sounds like Penn State got a pretty decent defense to me if you can hold a team under twenty five you should win that game personally. If you hold a team not, under 20, not, if you got a defense that can average to hold people under, well, maybe not 25. Let's say 20. Right. If you can hold somebody under 20, you should win that game. They did not hold uh, them under 20, but. If your was, offense can't score six points. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, you're yeah. talking about the New York Jets every day, all day, twice <laughs> on Sunday. You know well, what I'm saying? I mean, you know, I root for a team legendary for stifling defense and the offense never could do anything until um yeah until Gruden got there but I don't want to go too far into that. Let me ask you a question. It's just a question. So I'm going to Vegas in December. Um lucky you. Yeah. Dude, get a plane ticket. Come on. Let's go. Um I'm going to I'm going to the DR in in January. All right, well, so you you lucky you. Um <laughs> but so of course I've said this before I'm going, you know, to you know cuz they're going to see Usher whatever without all lot. Right. But that Friday night, the Pac-12 championship game is at the Raiders Stadium. You going? I want to go, but then they made reservations at some restaurant for Friday night. Dude, I ain't said nothing to Heather yet, but because I kept looking for something, because I was, I was looking for something to do in Vegas. Like, oh, what kind of game? Because I was, I was like, why aren't the Raiders playing? And I finally really started looking. I was like, it's a Pac-12 championship. Dude, more than likely it's going to be Washington. It's either going to be Washington, Oregon, or Washington and USC. So I'm looking, if it's Washington and USC, I'm looking at last year's Heisman Trophy at USC and the guy that has a good shot of winning it this year with Washington. Dude, I want to go to that game so bad. When you say they got reservations, because it's all couples, right? Yes. And, I, you know, and I've been doing stuff like, so what, what, what time are the reservations? <laughs> Dude, I'm so, and I, I, I was like, should I hit up one of the other dudes and be like, hey man, yes, pack twelve. But these guys, uh, I'm not sure if they would, if that's like something they would be like. Oh yeah, I want to go. Just, I mean, I've never been to a championship game ever. I would love just to that, just the experience in Raiders Stadium. Now they they already got the reservations. I looked at the restaurant. <laughs> it, honestly, it's just because it's in Vegas, and you know I love going to nice restaurants. It's not really a nice restaurant. It's an expensive restaurant, but it's not like you know white table service. But yeah, it's you um, gotta go. It's it's seventy. It's prefixed menu, so mm-hmm. I can't pick what, and it's seventy five dollars a person. So it ain't cheap. Yeah. yeah. So it ain't like something where I could go. Because the game started five, and I'm so upset. Why Pac-12? Why you do the championship on Friday night? Why couldn't y'all? Because they did it on Saturday night. 
perfect Friday night. So my question oh, yeah. to you is, what would you do? Well, you got to understand my, my wife is different from, from your wife. They both women, so what you talking about? Well, more than likely, if like, so, and, and my dudes are different from, and these are my dudes. So my yeah, wife. these aren't really, yeah. So, so if, if we were going to Vegas, it more likely be either with, because the guys of us and our wives are going together mm-hmm. or, or our wives are sorrows and the guy. And so, mm-hmm. and the dudes I know who we're married to, we all, we would conspire. We could be like, hey, ladies, and they wouldn't give a damn. They'd be mm-hmm. like, yeah, y'all go. We'll go eat by ourselves. Yeah. Anyway, See, so 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 you ask me now if I was in your exact position. No, just general. In your position, it, you'd be like, "Hey, let's go to the game." Is that what you want? Yeah, yeah, that's your. Then that's yeah. your answer. I would be like, "Nah, I'm gonna hit this Pac-12 game." That's what you yeah. would do. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. 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 I, I don't. I don't need you to look into my crystal ball. I want your answer from your point of view. You'd be like, "I'm going to this Pac-12 game." I'm going to the game. <laughs> Anyway, until I and honestly, uh, you know, because once I she gave me the the restaurant, it's called Best Friends. I looked it up. It's it's a Vegas thing, I guess. Yeah. If that was in Atlanta, ain't no damn way I would pay seventy five dollars a person. Well, based on what I see. Only reason you're going because she's going. Y'all going to Vegas Mm -hmm. for the concert. Yeah. So she's she's dragging you along, so to speak. Well, kind you know of. what? If I was actually going to the concert, then I would I wouldn't even nah Friday I'm going to the game. But uh, since I'm yeah. not going to the concert, I gotta No, know. that makes sense. You got you gotta you got to keep the the house happy. And you know, and honestly, I, I've kind of already come to terms with it because I didn't realize if I would have been if I could have found it earlier, at this point, I can't do it. Now, if I would have right. found it when we first because I was looking, I was looking, I was like, there's gotta be a sporting event I can go to while I'm in Vegas. And the only other thing is on Saturday night, you know, the hockey game, but I, I don't enjoy hockey. I just don't right. enjoy watching hockey. So um, so Saturday night, I'm going to just gamble and play the books. Um, you know, the because um, they say the best place to watch football or professional games is Vegas. So mm. I'm probably going to go to the sport book, put money down on some of these teams and just enjoy watching the game Saturday night. Well, you save yourself a good three, four hundred dollars anyway. Yeah, the tickets, uh, tickets weren't that bad. They were like, because it's a huge stadium. So, um, just to get in the stadium, I want to say it was ninety dollars. So yeah, but you ain't trying to sit up in the nosebleed like that, though. Uh, I mean, if it was Florida State, then yeah, I want to be down low. But two teams I don't know nothing about. I'm just going because number one, I want to get in the stadium because I do want to see that stadium. Because my plan was the COVID year. When we got Brady and they were going out, Tampa was going out to play the Oakland. My plan was to go to that game until oh, okay. COVID. And they said, well, ain't nobody going to that game. Cause I right. just really want to get into that stadium. Um, because they said so much about it. So it's almost like Dallas. I just want to go to Dallas stadium. I don't care where I sit. I just want to go to the stadium, walk around. Cause Dallas ain't my team. And unless they play in the bucks, I don't care. I don't care that much about it. I yeah, because you stadium. know they usually have some nice bars and stuff. In, exactly. That, anyway, yeah, exactly. That's what I want to do. Yeah. You know, but then you got to spend ten dollars for each for each beer you buy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't pay either way, so it's 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 the money that they want. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to pay these tickets because you know Hawks all of a sudden are good. 
Magic coming to town. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to Magic got a good, they got a good team. They got a decent little team. That cat they got last year in the first, the first overall pick, he still ain't he still ain't there, but he getting there. He got I've you know I've been watching the last few games. I've been watching. He he's, he looks good. But anyway, that that was my question. Let's let's go back. Let's get back to to stuff you want to talk about. Man, I mean, we don't have a lot of time left. Mm-hmm. But one thing I kind of want to touch on was pressure. What exactly is pressure? When I see, and the reason I'm bringing this up, because it kind of relates to everything we're talking about. You know, people will go to to extreme lengths to to meet any expectation because they feel that pressure on them. Whether it be in work, whether it be in family life, you know, uh, business, sports, you know, whatever it is, you know, you almost go to any extreme length to try to make something right because you feel the pressure on you. And uh, so, Tommy, do you ever, how do you deal with pressure? Or do you ever, do you really feel pressure? I'm really not a pressure person. I mean, of course, I have a job like everybody else that, you know, I work for, I work for a a company and they have expectations that I have to meet. Um, But I never really feel the pressure. I'm a, I'm kind of a, hey, it is what it is person. Like, hey, I'm going to do my best. And if it works, great. If it don't, hey, it is what it is. But as far as pressure, I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what times in my life at this point. Now, there may have been times when I was younger that I felt, you know, pressure. But honestly, my pressure was usually from a family member, like my father. When I used to sell cars with him, that's that's pressure. You know, I, I felt it because he was. I'm, I'm using quotes, a legendary, you know, car salesman. I'm supposed to be just like him. And at that point I was not anywhere close. I, you know, I, I had no idea how to do it. Um, so that may have been the pressure, but as far as pressure on myself, you know, I'm a runner. I run marathons or run half marathons. I, you know, I do put pressure on myself to train so that on the day of the, whatever run I've entered, I'm not out there looking crazy. So I do put pressure on myself for that. But I, I, I'm I'm not a huge pressure person, in, in my opinion. But maybe I don't understand what pressure feels like and that maybe for what I'm feeling is pressure and I'm just not understanding. You know, I get that. You know, uh, and sometimes I kind of put pressure and stress. They're very related. Okay, there know? we go. Stress and pressure. I, I, I get that. Yes, definitely. You know, and they're very related. So, you know, and some people I see, they have performance anxiety. When it's time to really perform in the moment, they freeze up. I've been like that before. Uh, When it comes to the moment, sometimes, you know, you freeze up. Although, you know, some things for me, it's just not pressure filled. Like when I, we we talked earlier about me going, I used to speak, do public speaking a lot. Mm -hmm. To me, that wasn't pressure. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, other people, they'd be like, oh, I got to go up and talk in front of all these people. I'm like, you know, I used to get a little nervous. I always get nervous before I do it. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't pressure. That wasn't stressing me. Mm-hmm. Uh, other things, I think I felt the most stress and pressure in my early 20s, in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Because I think I had this idea of what I thought I should be and trying to live up to other people's make probably make believe ideas of me mm-hmm. because I went to Morehouse. I was a Kappa. 
I did this or I was in that. And so I want to fulfill and live up to all those expectations and not put all this pressure and stuff. And I want to be perfect. You know, I used to remember I used to do events and stuff mm-hmm. and all those things. And, you know, anytime something didn't work out, I was devastated. Right. And that just totally knocked me off my game. And, and at some point, I don't know when it happened. I think after really I got divorced, mm-hmm. I was like, F it. <laughs> Dude, that's exactly what, cause I, what did I lead off with? Well, at this point in my life, no, because I I have the same attitude. Like, fuck this. I don't care. Okay. Right. right. I mean, yeah. you know, you know, you do you know, the pressure, the only pressure I think I have now, and I don't even think it's pressure. You know, I want to do things for my family. And that to me and pressure, I have worry. I will say that. Right. I have worry about, okay, am I giving, yeah, I'm concerned about Trey. Is he gonna gonna learn at the rate he needs to learn. You know, Jasmine, she's still young. Is there anything wrong with her? Is she, you know, is she healthy or is something going to come up later? That's worry. I don't care. I don't, I guess I don't get that as pressure. Right. Yeah. Right. And so a lot of times we put a whole lot of undue stress on ourselves because we think in someone else have these expectations of us when all you need to do is worry about, hey, I just need to take care of me. I don't need to worry about what you think, you think, you think. And that's why I remember, you know, I used to be, oh, man, I need to do this and do that. No, F that. And I think that happened right around in my 30s. Well, also, we both, and I mean, I don't know about our dads, but I know both of our mothers were very involved in a lot of stuff. Right. And, I, you know, I... I don't know if my sister felt pressure because my sister did not go that way. She's not in any sorority. She's, she don't really do, you know, clubs or anything like that. Whereas my mom was very involved in everything. She was in Delta. She, you know, the Bridgettes, I don't know, whatever, Deacon board, I don't know, whatever. Stick and shut in, Usher board, number two. She was in everything. So, and I remember once, I remember once I was sitting in church and my mom was up Speaking Mount Olive, right? You know, if you're from Orlando, y'all know where Mount Olive. Mount A&M. Olive A and Me. Mount Olive A and Me. She up, she up talking. Now I remember sitting back, going, "Look at this woman. She just talking and all involved, and she got a son like me who don't want to do nothing because I didn't want to do <laughs> anything. I didn't want to be in the choir. I didn't. Nope. I mean, I was like, look, let me show up and go home. Now I don't know if that's because because my dad was not like that. He was not involved in any of that. Dad was like, I'm going to go to work for these what, 50 hours. I'm going to bring home this check, and y'all need to leave me alone. <laughs> That's basically, you know, how he was. Um, but anyway, so I, maybe I did feel some pressure for that. Like, you know, maybe I – because I, I think on that day I did think, like, maybe I should start doing something else. And, you know, five minutes later I was like, yeah, no, I ain't, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't doing that. I'm good. So – that, like I said, once again, it's more family that I think I would have felt pressure when anybody else. I, I don't care. Like me, don't like me. If you have a beef but, with me, you beefing by yourself because I, I, I don't really care. And that's the beautiful thing I love about you because you know you're you're more like yeah, whatever. Okay, let that you know. And me, I'd be like ready to, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'd be ready to want to. You like. You like to find let that thing go, man. <laughs> it ain't really that serious. You don't care about these not, I'm like, you know, I want to fight somebody else because they mess with your girl. You like, <laughs> oh man, forget that, man. I don't get that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, he, 
you know, no, man, you like, man, come on, man. Okay, fuck that. Yeah, I ain't got time. Yeah, let's go have some fun. Let's go do something. You know what? And honestly, I want to instill that in Trey because I think because Heather is one of those people that worries about a lot of stuff. She's very like I don't even know how she sleep at night because she's constantly (laughs) worried about things, and I don't really want her to transfer that to Jasmine and Trey. And I try to look at, because like when Trey is crying, like if he's crying and nobody's done anything, but he's just crying. Because, you know, kids don't know what to do with their emotions. Right. And he starts crying. And I look at him like, Trey, this is not worth crying over. Trust me. It's not. You just, you got to let it go. Just, it's not worth it. Just keep on moving. Now, of course, at this point, he doesn't really understand what dad's trying to tell him. But I'm hoping at one point, at some point, one day, it'll click just like it did with me with my dad. Things that he told me one day just Oh, that's what he was trying to tell me. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Devon, to this day, you the only person he gave a crap about <laughs> as far as my friends. You were the only one. Everybody really? else? Yeah. Oh, dude. He'd be like, you will not know them fools except for Devon. <laughs> he was like, you're not going to know any of these people that you're trying to go and hang out with except for Devon. You're probably not going to know any of them within four years. And he's right. I really don't. You basically the only person I really still know. I don't, all these other people, even the little posse that I used to run with here in Atlanta, Eric, Eric is the only one that I still really communicate with. Cause just, yeah. you know, life, you know, not it anything is, yeah. bad. It's just life. Right. You just, it's life. Yeah. yeah. It's just life. So he always I remember, said, don't worry about all that. Cause one day you ain't going to care no more. I remember when we went to see your pops, uh, and he was living over in Orlando. He came in. He's like, oh, y'all got them thigh ticklers. <laughs> Talking about the hair on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. My your pops was a trip. Was... A trip. We, used to get in, we used to get in his stash of liquor. Dude, Let me t- get in it. We used to finish it. He'd be like, me... he'd be like, Tommy, you drank this whole bottle by yourself? I was like, no, nah, Vaughn was here. <laughs> Yeah, you oh why you gotta throw me under the bus. You know what I just wanted to think I was drinking a whole bottle of Jack Daniels by my damn self. <laughs> well you don't got to bring nobody like, else. Lonely yeah. motherfucker, why are you drinking yeah. by yourself? Well he know you're not drinking by yourself. You had to bring me in it though. <laughs> but let me tell you what happened to my son. Now he is senior in high school. Uh-huh. You know, I'm chilling. Last night I'm chilling. I get a call. Mr. Baker? Yeah, this is this is I, I just want to let you know, I'm so sorry. What happened? Wilson, oh, I'm like, oh, my God. He had, I think he drank something that was spiked, and he's drunk. And he, we don't know. Oh, I'm like, oh, oh. Woo! Man, I thought something bad. <laughs> I thought, oh, man. But he was at this, oh, so he was at his friend's house. Mm-hmm. That's right across the street from where he goes to school. And uh, which is poshious. I mean, mm-hmm. so the parents were upstairs, you know. And they got um, in it. No, somebody brought over a big thing of juice. Mm-hmm. Container of juice. Mm-hmm. Right. And so Wilson thinking, oh, it's just some people bringing in some nice fruity juice. <laughs> so he drinking it. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, he tore up from the flow up. He couldn't move and everything. So I drive up to the crib, beautiful crib, big, mm. big, big ass crib, you know, mm. out here in Brookline. Yeah. Brookline's like the winter park. 
of, yeah. of, of, of Boston. And everybody come outside, right? His boys and the, and the sisters, they come outside. They and his best friend gives me a hug, Chris. Like, I'm sorry, Mr. Baker and and, and, and Wilson. He's big. He's mm. uh, that's stumbling and everything, and they put him in the back seat. And he just lays his head down and everything because he 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 doesn't drink. Okay, I've given I've given him you mm-hmm. know something so he can taste it. <sighs> but you know, so and they're like, and that's why I asked the boys because a couple of them stayed at the house, you mm-hmm. know, on the vineyard. Yeah, they're like, uh, I said, you need to tell me so I know how to treat him. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was Tito's. I was like vodka. I was like, okay, I know what to do. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And, you know, everybody, like, they looking at me like, well, damn. He... And that most of them know I'm cool. They know I'm cool. Yeah, like, you're, you're not like, going to yeah. lose you. Yeah. Uh, ain't no time to lose nothing. Because I remember when y'all threw me, y'all threw me out in my yard after hey, throwing ain't nobody, up. Hey, ain't nobody dealing with Adele. I don't give a damn what you say. You can be mad you all you want. Ain't nobody dealing with Adele, bro. Get out the car. Y'all had, y'all, y'all <laughs> Get out the car. I, y'all, <laughs> y'all threw me out the car and went, Ugh! Nobody in that car about to deal with your mama. I don't care to this day. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, throw him out on the step because I'm not talking to Adel. <laughs> I was drunk. I was torn from the floor, and y'all threw me out the car. I threw I, up all over. Who's that car? Beecham. <laughs> oh man, Ooh. I threw. Up. What movie we went to see? Uh, that Crush was, Groove or something? It was, uh, no, was it was that the one with, it, or The Last Dragon? Was that Crush Groove? No, it was Crush Groove. Okay. I think some, it was the one with LL Cool J in it. No, that's And the Fair um, Boys. Yeah, that was like the pseudo story of Run DMC. I know what yeah. you're talking about, but I can't remember the name yeah. of the, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it had yeah, Run, yeah. Run DMC in it. Shirley, Sheila E was in it. I know what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, I just don't remember. And I the name threw of up all over um, Beecham. Um, who? Which Beecham was? William. Yeah, threw up you threw all up all on his, his uh, leg. <laughs> yeah, and everything. Man. Beecham was I mad. just bought these jeans. These <laughs> jeans brand new, man. Come on, man. Why you got? I'm like <sighs> looking at him like, fool. I didn't choose to throw up on you. <laughs> yes, I do remember that night because I remember when we threw you out. You were laying down. Then you got up and you like waving at you on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> but see, by that time I was used to drinking anyway, so it was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so well, that's good that he. You know, I, I applaud any youth that doesn't like the taste of liquor that truly doesn't and don't want to drink. Because trust right. me, as many nights that I wish I had never <laughs> been a drinker, because yeah, things can go left quick. So quick, yeah, really quick, <laughs> real, real. So quick. he was like, "But Dad, I didn't taste nothing." You know, usually there's something, some kind mm-hmm. of whatever. Yeah, I didn't taste nothing. I was like, yeah. I said, that's why you got to pay attention to what you're doing. I said, this is a good lesson for you. And as a matter of fact, you just need to take a break. A break from what? Going to parties. Because mm. every weekend he'd been partying. Going to parties. I mean, you know, he's, he's a senior. senior. Yeah. Yeah, but now he need to take a break. Hey, got to do what you got to do. Yeah, you need to take a break. You got, you got this. You got shit face like this. You got to mm. take a break. You need to learn from that. Well, babe, once again, brother, it is always wonderful to speak with you. Uh, you got anything else before we before we let we get out of here? Yeah, mamas don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. <laughs> and on that note, 
<laughs> we'll holler at you in two weeks. Peace. All right. Peace.